good morning. My name is Tracy Cook and this is the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome challenges in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope, risen above those adversities and go on to be victorious, that go on to support and inspire others to do the same. And I would like to introduce you today to a friend of mine that I met through Les Brown's Power Voice. His name is Stephen Williams. He's changing the world. He's an entrepreneur on fire. He has got an amazing story of overcoming a lot of uh, obstacles on his personal journey. He's from North Carolina. Welcome, Stephen, to the Victim to Victory show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tracy. That was such a warm opening. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're more than welcome. I'm very grateful to have you here. I'm really honoured to share your story with the world. Uh, let us get to know you a bit more, Stephen. Who are you? Where do you come from? And where does your journey actually start? Great question, Tracy. Sometimes I wonder myself. But who I am is, you know, I grew up in a single parent family home after my dad left my mom and I grew up and learned, to, learned through a lot of hard knocks. I would go off to school and sell candy in school and get in trouble by the administrators. And I was always trying to find a way, and a, a way because I knew there was a better way. I didn't necessarily know what was the way, but I always imagined that there was a life outside of poverty. And that was my whole, that's my whole movement. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about inspiring individuals into action. And it doesn't necessarily have to be poverty. It can be from any level because there's different levels that we all want to aspire to regardless of where we come from. But my heart, I have a place in my heart that really, really reaches out for those who are in need and even those who just don't know the way, they can't clearly see the way. One thing I would like to share with you is when we're going through trials and tribulations, it can look cloudy sometimes. And we can, it can feel like forever. It's like, when is this going to end? When is the sun going to shine on me? And so what I like to do is shed light through my experiences. Now, I understand that there's people who've been through way more severe circumstances than I have. And I, and I sympathize, my heart goes out for them. My whole movement and story is about there is a way to emerge and come out of any situation regardless of what you've been through. It can be really tough with some circumstances. However, we must choose which lens that we want to look through. We must choose which path we want to go down. And if we do this, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, trust me, because it's not easy. But it's a choice that we can all make. And if we make this choice, our realities, we realize that they're literally on the other side of the fence. I live through this. I demonstrate this on a daily basis. I don't have it all together. I don't think anyone has it all together. However, I strive every day and I keep going and going and going. Yes, roadblocks have come up in my way along my journey. As I said, I would see my mother scrape up, change to buy a loaf of Wonder Bread. A bread, a loaf of bread. And it was really, really challenging because I was young. I don't, I'm not even sure if my mother realized I was paying attention.
but I would see her get the coins together, then the extra coins. She knew we loved Wonder Bread, and that was a few cents more. So she would do her best to make a pot of beans and Wonder Bread. And in the winter months, she would open up the stove in our one-bedroom apartment to keep us warm throughout those few months. To us, we, we, we were okay. We had our own place. Everything was clean, and it, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. And you just learned to make the best out of each situation. Nowadays, I have challenges that, as I'm an adult now, and, and I'm a business person, but before I got to this point, I faced many adversities along my way. I had job after job, dead-end job, dead-end, and, and I felt like, when is this ever going to end? I mean, I'm getting paid these low wages. I won't name a wage. I don't want to demean anyone, but maybe there's some people who are watching this podcast who can identify. It's like, wow, I'm working really hard. I'm sweating. My back hurts. My feet hurt, and I'm tired. And when I look at my paycheck at the end of the week or every two weeks, wow, what, what is really going on? So I have a warm place in my heart to want to help not only those who are impoverished in poverty, but also those who just want a better way of living. Whether you are a middle-class person going to the upper class, lower going to the middle, whatever it is, I just want to help and let them know my story. And I also train people. I have courses. I have a consultant company. Tracy, I just started my publishing company uh, not too long ago. And my publishing company is I'm allowing individuals to put their books out, coursework, I'm publishing courses, trainings, all different types of things in your natural raw form. You don't have to be this, when you go to big major companies, they want to kind of tailor your story and make it how they want it to be. And somewhere in there, I feel like you might lose your originality. So what I've done through all my trials and tribulations is I've used those hardships and those hard times and i've turned them into fuel and they fuel me to keep going and going and going my book i'm, I'm so i thank god every day for my book and giving me the mind and the revelations to even create such a a document and I, like i said my whole journey is just to give back um yes i still face challenges and struggles uh in business as i want to strive to new levels and new heights but that's what growth is all about. See, I didn't understand this, Tracy, when, when, I, was, when I was younger and, and when I first began in business. I began in business about, ooh, I was young. I was in high school selling candy. And then after that, I would go and sell at flea markets. And I opened up a detail shop uh, when I was 19 years old, I believe. And I employed some of my friends on contract work. And that was my first time having, well, my soul brick and mortar where I rented out a space behind a, a shop. It was a mechanic shop. And I rented out a space back there with a fence. And that was my first experience having an establishment of solely that my, of my own. However, I did do promotions in high school where I would throw high school parties. It, we would rent gymnasiums out at the rec centers. And then we would have like three, 400 people, maybe five, um, even rent out skating rings and do radio promotions and all kinds of things. So I've always, always had a heart for entrepreneurship and I've always believed that there's a way, there's a way out, even though you may not understand it or see it. And, and my heart really goes out for those individuals. And I'm going to stop rambling because I'll keep going and going. I'm like the energizer bunny with this mouth. But I, I, I don't absolutely just... love the golden nuggets that you're dropping here, Stephen, because a lot of people 
light bulbs will be going off for them because they they probably know that they are destined for more. They're destined for greatness. They've got a fire in their belly and they know that they can do more, impact more and be more. And if it isn't for words of hope like you're sharing, then they they probably won't have the inspiration or motivation to take that first step. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper with you, put you on the spot a little bit, Stephen. Okay. What, what was that fire in your belly? What, dig really deep, like what impact do you want to make on the world? What made you take the first step? What was that first step actually like? Uh, what were the feelings and emotions around that, knowing that you can do more? Okay, great question, Tracy, and thanks for asking. A few people asked me that question before. It was a vacation, ironically. It's, it's gonna be the weirdest situation. Everyone's like, on a vacation? You're thinking about this on a vacation? Like, what's wrong with you? So my mind races 24 seven, and I'm always thinking, you know, business, business. And, and I, I, I do try to calm down and relax. However, this vacation was something special about it. Tracy, this is exclusive because I haven't even had the opportunity to do my video on this that I post on my, my social media. I haven't even done my video on this yet. So this is exclusive, Tracy. So I was on Fort Lauderdale is my favorite beach in the United States uh, on the East Coast. I love Fort Lauderdale, not Miami, Fort Lauderdale, because I love the beautiful marinas. It's more family friendly. Um, it, it's just awesome. So I was in Fort Lauderdale. And I'm gonna paint a really, really vivid picture for everyone. I was at the Conrad Oceanfront, Fort Lauderdale. I had a suite, okay? Marble on the walls, marble on the floors, white Italian leather sofas. I'm talking about a nice, nice room. I wanna paint a picture for everyone. They bring my bags up to the room, right? Mini bar, the high mini bar. <laughs> so all of this. But something was missing. We went to the beach, we went to the pool, the nice restaurants and Oh my goodness, you, it, it was fabulous. Even service on the beach, you know, with the water bottle, because it's a private little, little section for that hotel. I go there, something was missing at the time. You know, I would have my little alcoholic beverages and you know, when, when you reach a certain point, you can tend to just buy drinks and enjoy yourself on vacation. Something was missing. I was like, wow, I think all my life, I wanted to struggle to get to this point. All of my life, I wanted to work. I wanted to save. I wanted to create businesses. I wanted to buy these nice cars, nice homes. I wanted to do all this stuff, and I captured it. It became my reality. My family, my, my wife, is happy. everyone's good. But something was off. This is not right. That's when it hit me. I was living a life. Although I took care of my family, I love my family, I love what I, I do to help people, Tracy, something was missing. And that thing that was missing, that was my, my, it was a passion, it was a burning desire. I was living a life, Tracy, and I had to rethink my purpose. I rethought my purpose. I began on my journey to rethink my purpose, Tracy, that burning fire in my belly while I was on my nice vacation to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That started it for me. It created a new beginning because I began to search. I said, something's not right. Friends, many times when we're on our journey and we just wanna work because 
maybe the light bill is, is short or we're trying to make ends meet and be losing jobs and, and, and my health, health is, is, a, is a concern and, or whatever it may be for many individuals. We think money, money, when I get that business, when I get all this money, when I hit the lottery, we all know that many people hit the lottery go broke quick because there's no purpose behind that money. It's about purpose. I think we underestimate purpose on my vacation when you have valet park, you have everything that you can want. I had no real purpose. So I began to chase and seek what my purpose was. I had to read, I had to study, I had to grow my relationship with my higher power with God. And I had to ask, what am I here for? Because surely lavish clothing and cars and vacations is much more than life than this. This is not it. No. So that lit a fire. And I'm, I'm an advocate. I love Pastor Osteen and, 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 and TDJ. I love all the Mr. Les Brown. I come across him and I begin, it took me years to develop my purpose. It's, this was years in the making. I didn't see the person who I am today sitting before you. No way. I did not see this even two years ago. Two years ago, you would have saw me and I could not tell you I would be here talking to Miss Cook or I couldn't talking to you all. I didn't see any of this. I didn't see my publishing company. I didn't see my consulting business. I didn't see my, my transportation company that I own. I didn't see it at the level it is now. By golly gee, I did not see a book coming. I, that was the furthest stretch away from my imagination. Not in a million years. My philanthropic opportunities where I'm able to work with young people and children and give back to communities. I have an initiative where I even help out in Ethiopia. Yes, I went on vacation in Ethiopia and Tracy, that was one of the most inspiring vacations I ever had. It wasn't a sob story because I was staying in the city in Addis Ababa and all of this stuff contributed to that burning sensation in my belly as, as you asked me. But on this vacation, what I noticed were, was, a, was people that were happy they didn't care that they didn't have the latest and greatest and, and all that stuff. They were happy. The children, yes, they might have not had the, the clothing that we have here or the, the resources. But let me tell you now, that city of Addis Ababa in Ethiopia is beautiful. I'm talking about the hotel, the resort had glass floors, marble, and all of that. The restaurants, nice china. So I think sometimes the image we get painted on television is not telling the whole truth. I think everyone everywhere has parts like that. But when I did travel to a lake resort, which was phenomenal, it was a place called Hawassa in, in, in Ethiopia. Oh, the Lairi Resort, it was, it was phenomenal. White towel service. But on the way there, we saw children playing in the middle of nowhere. It was dirt, dirt roads at some points. And they lived in these teepees that I would refer to with the wood tops. And I looked at their faces when we had to stop. It was a herd of cows crossed over the road. And I'm, you know, from the States and I'm like, oh, cows crossing the road. But one thing I noticed, the kids were happy. They were playing soccer with like, like not even balls sometimes. It, but they were happy. They were happy to see us. They didn't really care that their conditions weren't great. And that's what hit me. And then I saw a lady walking down the road who had a bundle of sticks on her back. She was an elderly lady. I won't call out any ages, but she was an well into retirement age, well into it. And she was walking somewhere with a bundle of little twigs on her back. And when I came back from the United States of America, 
when I came here, back home, I said, the first thing that happened when I got off my plane, I got my car, went to the gas station, I needed gas. A gentleman complained about the gas prices. Why did he do that to me? I had just came off my trip. I said, sir, I just came from a great trip in Africa where people are, don't even have credit cards. They don't even have social security numbers. But guess what? They were happy. And I said, for the almost, I was almost there a month. Three more days would have been a month. And I said, for that almost month I was there, sir, I heard no one complaining to me about money. Surely we can't complain over here in the States when we have credit cards, we have bank accounts, we have jobs that give us all types of advances. Surely we can't complain. So all of these things over years I've had trapped inside of me and they fuel me. Even the experiences I go through today when I have setbacks, they add fuel to the fire so much to the point I was just sharing with my wife this morning. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. No, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I feel like there's a lot more that I can do. On my social media page, surely there's a, nice audience that follows and i know it can be more but when i look at my numbers and i see they're not as high as mr browns mr john teller ricker and all of these great people i say no i'm not done yet there's something that i'm missing out on there's something i'm not hitting i want to reach the people i want to touch hearts i want to let people know who are not watching these podcasts listening and watching my videos i want to reach those people who are in the street who need des they're desperate they're just longing for somebody to let them know that we're here for you we all love you. We want to help you get to that place where you're, you're great and, and what you can become. I believe in the fellas. I believe in the prostitutes. I believe in everyone who's not, quote unquote, sitting here with us right now, even watching our videos. Because I know that one day, Ms. Cooper, one day we will reach them and they will see what we're talking about. And it will hit them that we do care because I believe we all care. We all want the greater good for society, for our children, for our families, for our futures. We all want the good just for the greater good of society. I truly believe that. I didn't always believe that. I didn't always think like this. I'm from a place, ladies and gentlemen, where you just don't think like this. Why? Because it's dark. It's cloudy. Even when the sunny is dark. I grew up seeing grown men, grown men take empty out the, the cigars and throw the, the dumpings on the ground and they would lace them full of marijuana and they would sit there and smoke. And as little kids, you got to walk by and you inhale it and see it. And then you think that this is the way. You think that this is, this is what you're supposed to do because the best person in the neighborhood, and I'm not knocking on anyone, but the best person is a janitor or, or they're the apartment complex manager, or you might have one person that's a bank teller at the bank, and you look at them and their family because, oh wow, you guys got it made so much, and then the parents don't really want to interact with you because you dress dirty, and you hang out all times of the night because you're playing with your friends, and they don't want their kids to really be around you because you might be a negative influence, knowing that all along inside of our hearts, we're longing out for that affection. We're longing out for that love. We just want to belong to someone. And the people who can often grab you are the people who are doing negativity because they embrace you. They give you a dollar and tell you to go buy candy from the store. They let you ride in their nice luxury car because everyone else is walking or on public transportation. So that man who has that nice luxury vehicle, oh man, he's telling me to come take a ride with him. Well, guess what that leads to, my friends? Is it love? I think we all know what that leads to. I think we know when 
these situations, they, they plague societies. And then we wonder why. It takes villages to raise children. It's not individuals, no. I apologize for getting a little deep, but this is something I'm so passionate about. And this is why my belly burns, my background, my, my, my vision to where I'm going. Where I'm going, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going. I know it's somewhere great. And I'm willing to help anyone that I can come along. That I, I most certainly do. I shared my experience up soon. I'm gonna share it with the world. I have a dream, a C-type goal, as Mr. Tellerica says. And I'm going to fly on a jet, a private jet, not only with him and Mr. Brown and some others, but I'm going to get a jet that I'm going to charter, take my family on vacations. Why? Oh, that doesn't matter. Well, it's an experience that I want to provide for my children, my family, to let them know that the sky is the limit. Anything that they think or want, they can do. It's possible. As Mr. Les Brown says, it's possible. And that's what I, I represent. I think that yes. you are definitely the voice of the future. You are the hope that the world needs. You are inspiring so many, Stephen, and I've got happy tears welling up here. <laughs> you, uh, you've Thank given you so me much. goosebumps. I know our audience will uh, connect with you, follow you, support you in your mission. I love the points that you made about Ethiopia. Um, I have... Uh, a deep connection with Ethiopia as well. And I have always contributed to the homelessness in Ethiopia. So that is uh, the universe's way of telling us that we were meant to be connected. So I'm really glad that you gave us that absolute exclusive because if it is not for people like you, Stephen, that are going out and helping the people at any level where they're at and giving them a helping hand up instead of a push down, then this is the change that the world needs to see right now. And I really hope that people connect with you, follow you and join your movement for the greatness of the world that is going to be the change that the world needs right now. I'm very grateful for your time. and just really quickly touch on your book what's oh, your book well, thank called you. so my new book is called emerge and thank you so much tracy that means so much to me what you just said and i was just i went with you on a, a journey just now and i'm just listening and looking and i'm so grateful for you tracy thank you for this opportunity thank you um my new book emerge Revolu revelations of an entrepreneur emerge Revelations of an Entrepreneur. I haven't even advertised my book title yet on my social media. This is so exclusive, this show that we're doing right here. It's, it's amazing. I, I, I announced the Emerge title on the speech when I gave it with Les Brown, but I didn't say Revelations of an Entrepreneur. That's the subtitle. I'm so enthusiastic and excited. My new book is nothing that you're going to find in a college course. It's nothing that you're going to find in a, in a business book, How to Create a Business, Business 101. I totally went against all those grains because I want people to win. If you read my book with Les Brown's book, John Tellerick's book, Napoleon Hill, I'm, I'm putting it in there with the greats because I, it's revolutionary. It's a movement. I'm letting people know that, yes, you have all that information out there already, which is great. You should go ahead and look at business plans and all that great stuff. But if you read my book and you have some of that, those basic principles, I'm going to add to those building blocks. I'm going to add to that foundation. I'm going to give you the tools necessary to win 
what it takes to not only start your business, but to spring into action. I'm going to let you know what it is to get that business to generate revenues where you don't have to work a second job to and, and run your business at the same time. I'm going to let you know how I do it what it is that drives me, what compels me to reach those heights and break different records year after year after year. My sales haven't gone down. My sales have gone up my revenues. My revenues, and, and I create more businesses, my publishing company. I'm looking at the new authors that I'm getting ready to give bills to. I was in talks with two people already, and we're new, and, and they're curious. They want to know, you mean to tell me I can keep my originality and you're not going to take all my royalties? No, I don't want all of them. Yeah, we'll make a deal. But it's not going to be a lopsided deal that leaves you not owning anything. That's not fair. I want to speak to the people who, who don't know about, you may not have a big budget for editors and all that stuff, and you want to retain some of your rights. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. And that's what I represent. Yes, and we don't need anyone else. Just to let everyone know, we are the decision makers. I am the decision maker. I am the, the person that cuts the checks. So yeah, so when you come to me, we're going to sit down, devise a plan, and hopefully the, the literary work is, 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 is something that you're, you're passionate about, and, and we work on that. And I, I work with a hands-on approach with the author. Many authors are not great in sales or promotions or these other areas. Well, guess what? I do, and if I'm not, I have a team. And we're going to work with you to teach you the business. And not only are you going to be signed to a publishing company, I'm going to help you create your own entity, your own company. This way you're doing business and, 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 and you know about the business and you can grow and develop and provide many opportunities for many people. That's what I'm doing. So call it a disruptor, but I just want to help people from all walks of life. That is the best kind of disruptive that I have heard in a long time, Stephen. That is a Thank great you. disruptive. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's like really, really important and it means so much to me. And I thank you very, very much. What thank kind you. of message would you like to leave our audience on today? My message is work. It's plain and simple work. I don't care where you're trying to get in life. I don't care what level you're on. I do not care if you've been less fortunate, you come from a bad health circumstances. If you read my book, you will find out some great things about me and my journey regarding health. And I bet you it will surprise a lot of people because you can look at me and I'm not going to tell you now, but you will never guess what I go through on a daily basis. No, just like, you know, you wouldn't believe what Mr. Brown goes through with sometimes. But see, you conquer, you persevere, you turn that, that stuff into fuel. I want to leave everyone with work. I don't care what you're going through, what's ahead. I want you to know that you're going to make it. Persevere, strive, think all those great thoughts in your mind and no one can set you back. The job that you don't like, guess what? You don't have to stay there. You can elevate, you can move on. There's courses you can take for free. Oh, please don't give me the thing, I don't have the money because there's free courses you can take, especially in the States where the government will pay for you to come up. Two years later, you're a nurse, you're going to medical school, you're attaining, you're achieving, you're getting to new and different heights. So I just wanna leave everyone with the message of, hey, you're gonna get there. You might not see it now, it's possible, it's gonna happen for you. And whatever you do, remain vigilant and, and stay in there and it'll work for you. Thank you so much. What a powerful message to leave this podcast on. This is the great Stephen Williams. Watch out. He's rising to the top. You're going to want to know that you watch this podcast and that you actually remember Stephen Williams. He's changing the world. Thank you very much for being brave to share your story. I'm so appreciated. Pleasure. 
I really, really am. God bless you, your wife, your family. And I'm looking forward to seeing those pictures of your children on your jet. I 100% am. So thank you very much thank for your time today. And we will post your book link to everybody as well, because I know that's going to help so many people, especially in 2020. And you can find the podcast on YouTube and the Facebook series, Victim to Victory. If you've got value from today, please subscribe, like and comment. And I would like to leave you with a message of step into your story and let your voice roar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Have a great one. Thank you.